0: holy mama man we're back Whee! we're back
1: hey let's go
0: <laughs> welcome to the pure joy project my name is paul anigan who next
2: oh uh, danny i guess me i guess me <laughs> uh i'm better Tiffley.
0: did Obi just drop what a way to start
1: oh introduce <laughs> hey, you yourself is Daniel Reed. <laughs> <laughs> <Daniel> <laughs> Reed. <laughs> Right. Uh sworn with a second, that's my fault. It's
0: okay. This is uh, we're not professionals. We just love Jesus, that's why we do this. Uh
1: yeah, so, I, I, I'm
2: sure everyone in the home's are wondering why there was such a stumble there. And that's because we have a new a new member joining.
0: Yeah. So gosh. So yeah, as you heard, that was not Mitchell. Uh so nope. we have a new friend uh in the in the pod, um, who loves Jesus and and uh, stewards the gospel well. Um, not to, not to jack up his pride or anything, but my friend, Daniel Reed, talk about yourself.
1: Hey, what's up y'all. My name is Daniel Reed. I go to Missouri state. I'm a junior this year. I'm a religious studies major and I'm looking to go into ministry. Once I'm out of school, I have known these goofballs for quite a few years. It's been a huge (laughs) blessing. Gosh, Uh, God just moves (laughs) through them like crazy and I am absolutely blessed and humbled to be here wow Good stuff. i just I, I i
2: always wonder if the listeners can hear how big we're smiling like because <laughs> like I'm, I'm amped up right now
0: oh yes literally <laughs> i'm just like i'm geeked like i always like float over above my above my chair you know how you like grab the armrest and like push yourself up i'm always yeah. like floating up and down on my chair <laughs> and like dancing around because i just love talking to you guys mm-hmm. and like it's just a lot of fun
2: oh perfect what a
0: joy uh so Oh my gosh! Yes, week in review. We like to do weeks in review. Talk about the ups downs, what we learned, cool stuff. Uh, so, what did we say, Ben? first,
2: yeah, I'll kick it off. Let's do it. Yeah, um, this weekend was a good one. Um, I got to go home for for my high school's homecoming um, and see my family, which was uh, which was super awesome. Um, got to see some old friends I haven't seen in a while. Um, just catch up and and just just kick it with some some people that I haven't seen. Um, and it, it was very, very uh, filling um, to, to get to be around those people and, and, and kind of regrow those connections and, and reminisce. And, and so that was great. Along with um, seeing my family, uh, my my brothers and cousins' football team, my my alma mater won big on Friday. Um, praise the Lord for the ability that He's given them. Um, they're just stacked with some athletes, and uh, so that was great to watch. Um, all three of them do what they do, um, and and really just glorify the Lord, however they can, on the football field, hmm. um, and, and so that's just that's truly truly filling as well. Um, before the weekend, actually, so we recorded the pod, the last pod on Thursday, as you guys know, it came out a little bit late, yeah. um, and right after we closed that pod, um, I got a message from the guys in my fraternity. I'm a I'm a Lamb guy down here at Southeast Missouri. Um, I got a message from the guys in my fraternity that they were, that they were throwing a, an impromptu party. Um, and right when I got that message, I was actually, we were kind of, we were off mic, but we were still talking, me, uh, Paul Mitchell and I, Mm. and, uh, and, and I mentioned to them that I think what God was calling me to do was to go to that party. And, um, instead of staying away from it and trying to, to keep myself, um, as we say in the pod all the time, hidden under the basket to go be a light, um, and Mm -hmm. and and so that's what i did and and that was um a really good experience for me to to kind of show the lord and and show his love and his grace and and all those good things um that he's starting to bless me with and, and the fruits that he's giving me um and to go to go be a light to others and um so that was a really interesting and cool experience for me right after i got done recording the pod last week um it gives me chills just thinking about it because um, of all the conversations that were brought up of um, why hey Bennett why uh, why aren't you drinking why all these things why why aren't you doing this um, how late are you staying like all these things um, where I, I got an opportunity to answer um, and speak uh, and, and the Lord to speak through me I'm sorry and hmm. and Him just to kind of to kind of show show the light through me. Um, of his kingdom and his goodness. So, so that was that's um, something that I'm working on. I'm, I'm not the greatest at it, but um, it was pretty satisfying to go to go do that and to let myself be a light. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, um, that was that was a huge huge part of my weekly recap. Um, something that I really wanted to highlight, aside from seeing my family and some old friends.
0: Dude, how cool! On. I love that. That's a great word. Great way to start. Yeah, around. it is uh, awesome for me. Let's see. Oh. So Friday through now, uh, it's been great. Like the Lord is – so much great community has become Mm. so obvious to me. I think that just like the people that I get to spend time with and be around is just like over and over again has proved itself uh, awesome. And so just – I mean in five days since we last recorded a podcast, like just the memories I've made with the right people doing the right things and how I think that I think the power of service has really become real to me and how when like when you and your friends are like making this it's a competition of who can serve the other more like who can (laughs) I'm third the heck out of the other person as Kana Cook would say so like God first second I'm third like who can who can I'm third the other person harder it just makes it so much fun like I'm like I'm like oh well you know you bought this like yo let me get this for you or like without even asking, like like just, you know, the Lord's blessed me with these resources and these like good things. And so like I need to just pour them out. And so yeah. uh, praise God that he's been giving me that heart to just serve others and not ask for things back because, you know, he promises the things I need and only that. And that's all I that's all I need. And so. Yeah, it's been amazing. I'm spending a lot of time with my friend, other friend Bennett. He actually is on the golf team here, <laughs> and he's incredible. And it's just so much fun to like walk alongside him and relate to him. And uh, so him and uh, a couple other FCA guys from here and some some close friends have just been having some good times. And so really blessed, really blessed week for me, dude. Sounds like you great
2: fellowship there,
1: dude. That's it's, it's awesome. huge. Danny. Week in review. Yes, so, um, yeah, last week, big things, I uh, got to lead worship at Young Life on campus. I'm one of their, I'm their worship leader, or one of, I guess, me and my girl Leah, she's awesome, but, yeah, I got to do that through the weekend, um, I've been pursuing this girl at school, and I got to take her on a fishing date on Saturday, we went fishing, hey, not just fishers and men, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... That was that was amazing. <laughs> that was just really cool. We got up in the morning went, went fishing until it started pouring on us uh, oh, on this no. Sunday I, I went to church with my brother and that's been really sweet. And just seeing my brother I uh, just get plugged into in the church and just see God moving his heart and mm. one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen and I'm just it really is. prayerful that that would just continue to grow and gosh' this is so exciting. And then just going into this week, I had a small group last night. I lead a small group with my church, and we just talked about what it looks like to honor the Sabbath. Hmm. And there's a whole, whole bunch of stuff we got <clears throat> there. But yeah, it's just been, it's been restful. Um, school's crazy, but yeah, it's just been really nice to see just a lot of fruit through relationships and intentionality with. Uh, with my brother, with friends, I just, God's moving. God's on the move. Amen. Yeah, man. praise praise the
2: Lord for for family members, and built in mm. discipleship and fellowship, and and all of those great things. For yeah. sure.
0: Oh yeah. Gotta love all right. That. Well, yeah. Before I mean, what a topic today. I don't. This is so. This is one that I think is just so relevant. Mm. That everybody is seeking there's not a I don't know a single person that isn't seeking happiness you know in right. some way or another. yeah, no matter how they're looking for it, everybody wants it and everybody's seeking it. And so the concept mm. of finding joy in struggle and through struggle is is so huge and Big. I think that there's nothing there is literally nothing that I've ever seen or read or heard that does it better than the Bible in explaining mm. it. And so I'm so excited for us to absolutely geek about these scriptures and uh, <clears throat> this topic. And so I think all of us have found the key, not that we're always 100%, you know, joyous, bubbly, amazing, but like all of us have, have, have like they have the blessing of finding that key, you know, Jesus Christ, yeah. uh, to, to having that joy. And so you just, you love to see that, but we are going to set our hearts uh so danny i'm gonna ask you to pray for us on this topic Mm -hmm. and for our words to be his and not ours let's
1: Let's go. go yes absolutely awesome lord uh we just thank you for giving us the opportunity to just declare your word god it's not something we deserve to do uh but something you bless us with lord we don't deserve to come before you but through your son jesus you have given us this opportunity because of his sacrifice lord and i pray that we would just portray you clearly that it would just be your words through us not our own god and if they'd be our own that this recording wouldn't even work mm-hmm. lord i ask just for people to see you evidently in their lives through this podcast just through your power in their lives in jesus name amen
0: amen, amen. come on
1: thank you danny oh, oh come we on. got
0: two big questions one of them's gonna be basically the whole thing <laughs> Uh, because it's the only thing we need and it's going to be all about scripture. So what does the Bible say about trials slash struggles slash down points, whatever you want to call it?
2: Uh, Man, what doesn't the Bible say about uh,
1: this? There's so much. Let's go. I actually don't think it talks about struggles at all.
0: Not one time? Wait, wait. Zero times. mm -mm.
2: (laughs) Maybe Wait, add Danny. maybe
0: add a one and three more zeros after that, and that's how many times it talks
2: about. Dan, bro, oh, you here. might be in the you yeah. might be in the wrong spot. Yeah. <clears throat> <I> don't <laughs> You're right. My bad. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Go ahead, man. Um,
0: you got some stuff on this. I know you do.
2: I do, I do, I do. Um first I'm gonna start with um Matthew sixteen. So give me just a second, flip to it here. Um Matthew, what a great book. I think it's my favorite. Hmm. So good. So, yeah. I really should have had this open, but I was so focused on Dan's okay. prayer that we, I was
0: we all <laughs> we're not professionals. So we say it over and over
2: again. Uh, that's true. So we're looking at Matthew 16 here. Um and we're gonna go all the way to verse uh twenty-one through twenty-six here. Um from then on, this is the the section uh is titled Jesus Predicts His Death. From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hand of the elders, um, the leading priests and the teachers of law. He would be killed, um, but then on the third day, he would be um, raised from the dead. Um, but then Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying these, heaven forbid, Lord, this would never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You're a dangerous trap. Um, You're seeing things merely from a human view, not God's. And then mm-hmm. Jesus said, if any of you wants to be my follower you must take your selfish ways turn from your selfish ways take up your cross and follow me if you try to hang onto your life you'll lose it but you'll give Hmm. but if you give up your life for my sake you will save it um what you do um i'm sorry what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul is there anything worse worth more than your soul Hmm. um so that's kind of jesus um he's him setting the tone um in a way i guess you could say um where he comes out and he says, "Look." I know that I'm going to suffer. Um, and then through that, he kind of starts to work in saying, you guys will also suffer too. Um, he goes on later into the Bible to talk about that more. Um, and I'm actually going to go to one example now, um, back right. in Matthew, Matthew 11. Um, so in Matthew 11, verses 28, he says, Come to me, all of you—wait, no, no, that's not it. I'm sure that. it's
0: good word, but yeah, what are, what are you looking no, for? No, it is good word, but I'm going to save
2: it for later, actually. Um, but I am going to go to 2 Corinthians. Sorry, I'm all over the place.
0: You're good.
2: Let's oh, you're go. good, brother. Yeah, so as I was saying, Jesus kind of sets the tone there and says, look, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to struggle. Um, and in that, um, that's where we kind of can relate to him, because he then later tells us um, how much we're going to struggle. In um, 2 Corinthians 6, um, this is actually Paul speaking, um, verse the
0: three.
2: Yeah. He said, not Paul Lannigan. Let's clarify. Verse, uh, second Corinthians chapter six, verse three. We live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us and no one will find fault with our ministry and everything we do. We show that we're true ministers of God. Um, but we patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. Uh, we have been beaten, been put in prison. We've faced angry mobs, worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, and gone without food. Hmm. So that's what Paul says in Second Corinthians chapter 6 um, about how much uh, we, sh- we have struggled and we are going to struggle. Um, so that's one of the, the verses that I have highlighted that I think is important to touch on um, because we are going to face those struggles. Then the, import- the most important part of it, um, verse 6, We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us, and by our sincere love. Uh, We faithfully preach the truth. God's power is working in us. Um, We use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the left hand for defense. Mm -hmm. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us. Um, And then it goes on and says, Oh dear Corinthian friends, skipping to verse 11, we have spoken honestly with you and our hearts are open. There's no lack of love on our part, but you have withheld your love from us. I'm asking you to respond as if you were my own children. Open your hearts. Um, so basically, this is Paul saying, look, we're going str- to struggle so much. We're going to have struggle. Excuse me. Um, we're going to face all these hardships of every kind, he says in verse 4. Um, but if we set our cadence to living in the Lord with the Holy Spirit in us, um, we will be brought out of it um, through God's love, basically.
1: hmm yeah, a
2: little paraphrase there, but...
0: That's good stuff.
2: Dude, yeah, it's a real good word.
0: Bennett, way to bring it. Dana, yeah, thank you. What do you got, my guy? What does Ooh, the Bible say about it?
1: Perfect segue. Bennett is talking about just the expectation of suffering. Mm. Oh, that's so good. I love uh, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12. It says, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, hmm. so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. Wow. Gosh. I love that. That's, yeah. It just says, don't be surprised. <laughs> there's there's going to be trials. There's going to be. and so And it shouldn't even come as a shock. And then... And this is so much better because there's so many different ways that trials come about, right? And one way that I know both of y'all have seen and I've seen is just from people persecuting you because you're a Christian, because Mm -hmm. you stand out. There's something different about you, and people Mm -hmm. fear what's different. But, I mean, just to go straight to the source, Jesus says this in John 15, uh, verse 18. He says, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. Wow. I mean, just talk about expectation. Like there's Jesus, literally the perfect man. Has done nothing wrong. Is nothing but the purest form of generosity and kindness to everyone. And the world hates him. Can't stand him. Wow. And then there and then there's us. And then there's broken. us. <laughs> <laughs> We're broken, faulty people. But his but Christ's spirit is living in us. World can't, the world can't stand us either because even just the hint of Jesus drives people crazy. Mm. And I love that. And John writes about this again in 1 John 3. He says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Mm. And that's just, just the perfect way to wrap it up, I think, is because there's there's a lot of confusion around it. who is Jesus guy. Was he a man? Was he a hippie? Was he the king that came in human flesh, right? And no one understood him, and they still don't now. So if we claim to be living for Jesus, how could we expect to be treated any differently? Because if they didn't know him, how are they going to know us? So Mm. true. Great word.
0: Man, let's Mm. go. Dude, I (laughs) – that's that's like a – that reminds me of like a C.S. Lewis thing that's like – well, who is Jesus? And he's like, well, Jesus was either like the biggest, like magician, comedian, lunatic of all time, or he was God. And I don't think anybody no. ever called him a comedian or a lunatic. Nope. They, they they said no. he was possessed by demons, but nobody ever said he was crazy. Like, and so like, obviously he's God, you know, uh, no. that's so cool. And so, oh my gosh, trials. I love how we've all had like, minutes and minutes worth of scripture and i still have completely different things from you guys that's amazing so uh, i want to start out by saying that um the trials that you face uh that were promised that the trials that we face uh lead to to good things in the lord's eyes so uh first peter 1 6 and 7 says so be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead Even though you must endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Mm. And so... Um, let's. I want to focus in on a couple things. So we're told that it's it's testing us, making us more more worthy. So as it tests and purifies gold, it says, and so gold is is melted down and filtered, and melted down and filtered, and melted down and filtered over and over again until it's its purest form. And so yeah. our our struggles, our trials, are are filtering us. No matter how hard it is, sometimes how hard it may seem, how tempting it is to give up when your flesh, whatever. That that we are being purified in the Lord's eyes through these trials, that's that's where I want to start with trials, which is incredible. Uh, yeah. And I want to, uh, it says that uh, where is it at? Your trials for a little while, and so I want to go off that and say that our trials here on earth are brief. Now, brief in the Lord's eyes may be different than brief in our eyes. It will be different than brief in our yeah. eyes. Uh, so psalm 39 4 says lord remind me how brief my time on earth will be remind me that my days are numbered how fleeting my life is you have made my life no longer than the width of my hand my entire lifetime is just a moment to you at best each of us is but a breath and so encouraging to think eternally like in our short time here compared to the time we would get to spend in eternity like what are we going to do with it that like as we face these trials, they only last so long before we get to spend eternity with the Father if we go about these trials correctly. Uh, and then James four fourteen, uh, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like a morning fog; it's here a little while and then it's gone, right? And I and I love that like both of those point you to being like, well, don't don't idolize your life here. Think about like how you want to look eternally. Uh, and then one more, and then another before we move on to the next question. Uh I have John 1633 that I think I've mentioned in two other episodes, or one of us has mentioned yep, in two other episodes. Yep, yep. So I one, have on. trials and sorrows are not optional. <clears throat> and two, we have victory. We yeah. in in unison with the Lord, walking with him. Have victory over trials. So John sixteen thirty three, says, "I have told you all these things." So this is right after John sixteen thirty one, when when he's like, "God so you know God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so you who believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life." Right, and then uh and and Jesus is sitting here talking about like how how much God loves us and and like how much peace we should have in Him, and then he says in sixteen thirty three. I have told you all this that you may have peace in me in Jesus here on earth. You will have, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. So there is nothing in this world that Jesus has not overcome because the Bible does not deal in, in like halves. Hmm. So when he says I have overcome the world, he's saying the entire world is
2: overcome. Yep.
0: Right. And so that is like, so, TLDR, too long, didn't read. So we, these trials are purifying us. They only last so long, and we have victory over them. Mm-hmm. Bang, boom, bada. Come on.
2: Yo, yo, I, I know a verse that's similar to that um, that we use a lot. And I mean, we use it so much that we made it the theme verse of this podcast, and that's James 1, 2 through 4. Again, it promises us just like uh, John sixteen thirty three promises us um, when troubles come your way not if troubles come your way it starts mm-hmm. verse two dear brothers and sisters when troubles mm-hmm. come your way um, they're going to come um, consider it an opportunity for great joy um, for when you know that when your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow so let it grow for when endurance is fully developed you will be perfect and complete needing nothing oh dude what good encouragement that is Man, um, just to know just to know that one um troubles are going to come i always like it, if something bad's going to happen i always like no and if it's going to happen first like all right <laughs> got to strap strap up the boots let's go to work um but then it continues on to say that when your faith is tested your endurance grows i um, mean you get to grow in that so mm. what what a great opportunity that is um to look at trials and say um, yeah, this might seem like it sucks now, um, but it's going to grow my endurance. It's going to grow my faith, and it's going to grow my love for him. Um, and ultimately, I'm going to come out on a better side of it in a better spot than where I was before it. Yeah. It's good.
0: And it may not look like a better spot to the world. No. Often it won't. Like you'll come out on the side of this trial, and like the world is going to look and be like, well, you lost this much money, or like you no longer are on this team, or you like have all the years you're, now. You're this person is sick, and you're yeah. li- like, You'll never like the world is going to look at it and be like, Well, th- that was loss, and yeah. then the Lord yeah. is going to look at it and be like, Well, that is gain.
2: Yeah, look at everything. Mm. You know, yeah.
0: that's good stuff. That's biblical, beautiful word. That ain't me. Yeah, yeah. uh, praise him, and so going right into the next thing because this is such a cool, like I love the, the topic because this is something that sets us apart so much. When when we, in the face of trial, are finding joy and growth, that is one of our our greatest ministries. Like as Christians, like we have such a reach when people see us going about trials differently and being different. And so how can we practically find joy in our trials i can kick us off if we want
2: yeah 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 do, do it. it
0: all right kind of like what i just said people watch when you're down right so that is that is a time when like eyes are on you like if you're an athlete or or whatever and like you succeed people are going to be like oh he succeeded he's happy but when you are everything's going wrong like are you how are you gonna react? That's what people want to see. That's when the eyes are on you, is when you're down. Mm-hmm. And so a reminder, what I said in John 1633, or what Jesus said in John 1633, uh that that he's overcome the world. And so when you're down, knowing that this like this low point is nothing compared to like what the Lord has. And so oh. and so being different, carrying a smile, right, and knowing that like what you're suffering now is nothing compared to the glory that, that he's going to reveal later to you. That's Romans mm-hmm. 8.18. The yeah, not not word for word, but that's basically Romans 8.18. Yeah. And then And then Romans 8.28 is one of the most encouraging verses to read in times of like being down. Mm-hmm. And I've so Romans 8.28 says, and we know that God causes everything. Again, the Bible doesn't deal in halves. When it says everything, it means everything. That God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. Mm. So, people yeah. that are in Jesus, every single thing works for good. It, it, it's you if you choose to see it that way. So, how do we practically find joy in these trials? It is knowing that that what we have waiting for us eternally is no match for for what we're facing now, right? And that that it's so much better. And then uh, more scripture. So Romans five. Uh, we'll talk about uh, where do I want to start? I'm will starting uh, Romans five two. Um, because of our faith, Christ. Our or, because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. So we don't even deserve to have anything that even seems good. But the Lord gives good gifts, as Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, right? The Lord gives good gifts. So we're in this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory, right? Confidently and joyfully. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us as sinners. Right? The gospel still makes me laugh and cry all the time.
2: It does. Nuts. It's crazy.
0: And so... God, God literally, I mean, Romans 8, 8, you probably, or 5, 8, you probably heard it in Romans row before, like, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still broken sinners. Yeah. And we still are. That that he loves us enough to to be in that. So, uh, and then I have Hebrews 12 too, don't I? Oh my gosh, I love this. So this is actually like step by step to finding joy and struggle. So I'm sorry if I'm on a TED Talk and I'm stealing your guys' opportunities. No, no, but no. It's, it's, well, keep going with it going. Uh, all right. So Hebrews 12, 2 through – I'll stop at 9. Hebrews 12, 2, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. So this is talking about mm-hmm. us running endurance, running the race that God has set before us with endurance is what Hebrews 12 is about, Right. Among other things, and so we do this. We run this race with endurance for the Lord by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. He is the beginning of it. He is what introduces it to us, and he is what who he is who molds it into into what it needs to be. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After Mm. all, you have not given your lives in your struggle against sin. And you have forgotten the encouraging words that God spoke to you as children. He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, the trials and struggles that you face, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by their father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, it means that you are illegitimate and you're not really his at all.
2: Mm.
0: Right? That's Right? That, I'm going to end at eight. So That's huge. if you are facing trials and struggles, then you like th- that could be evidence that you are a child of the Lord, which is exactly where you
2: need to be. That last verse, hit, I think, hits on the most for me, um, because w- what, what would we what would our, our lives look like daily if we weren't being challenged, if we weren't being pushed, if we weren't being tested um, in our faith? Um, then that just means we're not a child of God at all. Hmm. And that's just not a world that I want to live in.
0: Amen. Come on,
2: yeah. Um, Let me let me piggyback off off of you, Paul. Um, How do we find joy in the struggle? Uh, I think, um, like you said, just kind of setting our 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 heart and our mind on um, eternal time as opposed to um, as opposed to our own time, and we do that um, by just remembering the joy that that we will get and the, the, all the fruits that we'll gain on the other side once we've uh, tested our endurance and our faith. But um, Philippians 3, um, Philippians, excuse me, <laughs> verse, um, verse 7, um, it goes, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I've discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. Um, For God's way of making us right with him, himself, depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. Um, Then it continues on, I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another I will experience the resurrection from the dead. Um, kind of, again, just, just setting our hearts and our eyes on that, um, that we're going to go through trials, uh, but um, the joy of those trials is, is gaining that relationship um, or furthering that relationship with him and, and um, really just experience that, that joy and that passion that he brings um, and the, the love that he has for us, and, and we get to feel that. Um, and then my last, or one of my last verses that I have is kind of like a, Response um, to all the stuff that we've talked about. So um, I kind of touched on it already, but kind of like that, that warrior mentality that we have um, of like when I said I, I enjoy knowing when trials are, are coming and it's kind of um, a way for me to say, all right, like, let's let's strap it up, let's get to it. So then I turned to Ephesians 6, um, verses 10 through 20, which Paul actually texted to me and Daniel both this morning. Um, and for me, that's a way to look and say, okay, this is how I'm going to prepare myself for those, those trials and those, those struggles. Um, it starts at verse 10, a final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power, put on all God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. For we are not, sorry, for we are not against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unforeseen world. Um, then it continues on and says, um, And evil spirits in heavenly places. Uh, Verse 13, Therefore put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you'll be standing firm. Stand your ground. Put on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoot comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too. Ask God um, to give me the right words so that I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I'm in chains now, still preaching this message as as God's ambassador, so pray that I will keep speaking boldly for him as I should. And um, at the end there, um, just a little backstory. This is a letter from Paul, um, and he's writing it from prison. Um, whenever it's not, um, Jesus speaking in the gospels, most times, whenever it's, um, somebody who's facing a lot of trials and, and he's saying, um, that, that we will face trials. Usually it's Paul telling us that cause Paul faced a ton of trials. Mm-hmm. Um, not a uh, Paul, the apostle again, not yeah, Paul. Lanigan. Yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. well, um,
0: we're going to say laying
2: again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's, that, that was Paul's message to us. Put on the full armor cool. of God. Um, and and let's get after it. it's not going to be easy, but um, I was when I read that I always had like this warrior mentality, like yo, let's b- grab, let me grab my Bible real quick and let me go to war.
0: Yeah, what's good?
2: That gets me oh, hyped.
0: me. By the way, correction: it was Danny that texted that to us, not me texting it to you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I didn't want to let that slip because I don't deserve that credit. That's but, okay.
2: Whatever. Not, bro, not, none, of that. okay, none of us
1: not do None of us do. Yeah. Uh, the lord moving
0: danny you got word i know you do
1: dude i i i have been given something so <laughs> the thing that's coming to mind for me is perspective uh so we talked about expecting something so that's the start of it i think so what came to mind first peter 5 8 it says be alert and sober-minded mm. so be, let's be aware of what's going on let not be fooled. Your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So first thing we're under attack. All right. It's going to happen. Things are going to come our way, especially if you're, if you're walking the walk, like you, if Christ is actively moving through you, you're going to be under attack. It just makes sense. And that, I think that's something that is left unsaid off. Um, uh, just when with new Christians is that oh, you know, once you accept Jesus or Jesus just comes into your heart, things are just gonna so much easier and better. That's, that's a lie. Yep. Amen. That is not true. Things are going to get harder because then you're a threat hmm. and you've got stuff to look forward to. Like the peace that surpasses all understanding is so real and powerful and that's, From the Holy Spirit alone. So there's so much more to look forward to. But things there's gonna be obstacles that come in your way. So I think that's to be expected. And then I swear it's something. And then but with the perspective, I also think there's a confidence that needs to be built up in Christ. And so I love Romans eight thirty-five. It says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship Persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Nothing There's nothing that will separate you from the love of Christ once you have Christ in your heart You have the seal of the Holy Spirit talks about in Ephesians that you're marked by God You're one of the chosen you're in his family and there's there's no going back from it. It can't be changed Mm. and then one thing ah gosh if I can just launch into story time, if that's cool with you guys. Please. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, last year, no, not even. I say last year. Last school year, I think it was in March. When was Guys Weekend last year, y'all?
2: March. Yeah, it was around March, yeah.
1: It was in March. So, I'm feeling weird at school and stuff. I go to the doctor. They don't know what's up. Go to another doctor. They're like, uh-oh. Something might be up. Go to another doctor. I know it's super vague. Just bear with me. Um, turns out I have cancer. And. Like, what, what do you do with that? You know, your doctor tells you this, like, Daniel, you have a rare and aggressive form of cancer. We need to get this tumor removed immediately. So this is a Friday. They schedule the surgery for Monday and. This Friday is the day I'm supposed to be going to guys weekend it's a FCA retreat for men
0: that at the place that all three of us met
1: amazing at yeah. the place that all three of us met and so hmm. like what what do I do with this what do I do with this information cuz like this is a trial I have cancer like I I could be dying like I don't know what's going on so I mean it's just it blows your mind. So I get I get in my car. I'm leaving from my doctor's appointment to go and lead at this retreat, and I'm just like, man, I'm expected to lead young men closer to Christ when I'm I'm dealing with this, and this is probably the biggest thing I've ever gone through. Like I I don't know what else is going to top it in my life. Regardless, I'm just I'm driving there, and I come to terms. I'm just like, you know what, God, if this is how I start the journey home to be with you. Let's do it.
2: Hmm.
1: Let's do it. And so I just have just the most vulnerable rear, real prayer in my car on the way there talking to God, our father about how I'm not scared because I know that whatever happens, he's got me. Paul, like you read earlier, like he works for the good of all of those who, Hmm. And I just, and there's just so much peace in that. And then the just, oh, the weekend's amazing. It gets cut short due to the crazy snowstorm weather. But second night worship, which if, oh, FCA, oh, second oh, night worship oh, is just,
2: that's
1: something else. That's heavy in the spirit. But one thing the the speaker was talking about was community. And this is where I make my point as far as finding joy in trials. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm. Community Mm. serves a purpose. And with my brothers, Bennett and Paul, and just a bunch of other guys that I have around me to sharpen me and build me up in the faith, I find joy in that because they point me towards the Lord, where joy comes from. Mm. So Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, Though one may be overpowered and two can defend themselves, cord of three strand ugh, a cord of three strand is not quickly broken no nope. <clears throat> so you, you gotta have backup you yeah. gotta have guys men like if you're if you're a dude you gotta have men that you can fall back on and that can be like hey man I know you're dealing with this right now I see that and this sucks this is it's brutal but let me walk alongside you with that Job's friends were questionable at points, but one thing they did with him that I think is remarkable is that when Job was weeping, he was just on the ground weeping because he was in so much pain, they wept with him for days, is what it says. Mm-hmm. They didn't leave aside side. They were with him the whole time, just weeping with and mourning with him through all of the loss and suffering he was going And so that's where I find a lot of joy. And something that was just spoken over me at at night, the speaker asked me, who who do you have to fall back on? Where's your community? And I got to look around at guys who had pointed me towards Christ. And I just was in tears. I was just sobbing because these guys love me and they show Christ. They push me closer to the Lord Mm. all the time. It was such a beautiful thing. And, like, praise God. Surgery was successful. Praise God. I'm fine now. But I I was going to say, we should have, like,
2: you should have given an update a little bit sooner. I know, obviously, you're here telling the story. So that's a good thing. But, like, what if the the people at home are just like, oh my gosh, like, what happened? (laughs) Hey, you know. He's never wrap it up. He's fighting joy still.
1: (laughs) Yo, Um, is he dying still or what? But that's the point. Because it wouldn't have mattered. Ooh,
0: because yes. I would have been so,
1: fine either way. I love it so much. Ooh, dang. That's ooh, that's a spirit move. Hold fine on. Fine either wow. way,
0: dude. I've been Woo! just like imagine. OK, how much worse does it get than like like death? You know, like when it comes to like what makes like somebody of the world scared, it's like dying. Right. Yeah. And so in the face of death, like you found joy. You found, like, Mm. you found all these good things. And so, like, in the face of, you know, financial struggles, like, that's nothing compared to death for somebody of the world. Financial struggles. I mean, people would rather be poor than dead, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, people would rather be sick than dead. People would rather, like, and in the face of it, like, you face, you know, what what most people are so scared of that I don't fear one bit because I get to go hang out with Jesus. But... Like in the face of that, like you you just like lean on the Lord and you said it's all you, you know? That's it, man. If yeah. we want if there's if there is a practical guide to finding joy in the midst of struggle, it is leaning hard on Jesus. Mm. Knowing yeah. that that he has overcome your trials, that he faced worse, and he has called you to face those trials in order to be different. And proclaim him and bring him glory in a different way.
2: Right? And secondly, finding Boy. those people that will take up their sword and take up their cross daily and use that. Come on. Um, their love for Christ um, and their love for you and each other uh, to grow and to expand um, their endurance and their faith, as James 1. Uh, Dude. Yes. Yeah. And Paul
1: he tells us. If I can piggyback off of what you were saying, Matthew 7 25 says, Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock, hmm. firm foundation. God, the yep. cornerstone.
2: What a song! Go listen uh, to it.
0: Do cornerstone. You, corner, cor- do you realize that like, cornerstones are still so significant in house building? And like, yeah. f- to put God at the at the foundation of your home. And let everything rest on top of him and work throughout him. Like that is, I mean, that's it, man. If I, like whatever you're facing, my listener friend here, that is just no match for Jesus. None at all. And what's going to come out of it, you won't know even during or you won't know before. But afterwards, you're going to look back and be like, thank you, Lord, for being faithful and like doing this with me and growing me in this mm-hmm. way because wow. he never like God is a good God because he never turns off come on he uses everything all the time and so whatever you're facing he's already overcome it and wants to use it in your life so so be uh <laughs> let's see come on Philippians come on scriptural knowledge uh, Philippians 1
2: 121 like, 28 27?
0: 27, 28. 28. Don't be intimidated in any way by your... echoes through 30. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies, and this will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved, mm. even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. Wow. We are in this struggle together... You have seen my struggle in the past and you know that I am in the midst of it. We are in this struggle together. Wow. And we are struggling for our Savior.
2: (sighs) How about God just putting that verse on your heart right then, Paul? That's
1: heavy. Wow. Come on. That's beautiful. And that's what's awesome is even in the thick of it. Like you said, one thing that was just of my heart was that even in the midst of the greatest trial whatever that looks for you you know because we all we all go through different things no one's story is the exact same mm-hmm. if the mindset is on christ if you're seeking him that peace that piece is that goes it goes with it doesn't go away so in the midst
2: mm.
1: of that crazy trial no matter what it's the hardest trial you still have the greatest peace. it, it doesn't go away man it's huge
0: yeah, his piece is do you know the reference for there's a lot of verses that talk about the like the unexplainable peace, like the the supernatural peace that you get from resting in the Lord through these things. I can't think of any off the
1: top. Of my I can Philippians four seven. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. That's good. And the stuff. peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm.
2: isaiah 26 3 you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all all whose thoughts are fixed on you Mm.
0: keep your thoughts fixed on jesus experience the peace find joy in the struggle allow yourself to be purified and to grow man i saw a meme on epic christian memes on instagram (laughs) it was like oh what did it say it says how I see trial and it was like thumbs down and it's like how God see trial and it's like a science book picture and it just says growth. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Too. Oh, uh, let me see what it is. It might be. I follow so many Christian meme accounts. Dude. I don't even. Oh, here it is. So there's also another one. I just it's uh, it's from the end game from Avengers and it's like yeah. Professor Hulk and he's like, Yeah, he'll grow. he'll grow whenever uh who is it that was really small? Captain America? I don't know. Ant Man. Ant Man. Uh, well, maybe. And it says God watching me go through trials. And he's like, He'll grow. Like, that's facts. Like that's God so watching good. us go through trials, he's like, Man, like, I'll use this. You know, just wait. Come
2: on. That's awesome.
1: I love Dude. that. Oh, and on that, this is crazy. So when Peter was called out on the waves, right, in the midst of all this craziness going on, he didn't start sinking until he lost track of Christ.
0: Fact. I love that point. Turn me up. That's one of my favorite Gosh. analogies. It's like, not analogies, but like, think, Like Peter, Peter was walking on the water with Jesus until yeah. he doubted, until he lost his faith. And then he started to sink. So it's still gonna be rocky. It's still gonna, be, it's still gonna be like waves and and wind and things going on. But you're not gonna sink if you have faith.
1: Ooh, piggybacking off that, so good. Psalms thirty seven twenty four. My, I don't have a favorite verse. Not going in there. But just a lifetime verse. It says, though they stumble, they will not fall. Mm. For the Lord holds them by the right hand.
0: Oh, mm. His strong right hand. My goodness. Wow. My Even
1: goodness. Even young
2: men stumble and fall, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. <laughs> if, you don't know what, if you don't know what movie that's from, oh, oh I don't know. Strong side, Strong side. That's the greatest oh. movie ever. Just remember the Titans for the listeners who don't know. I know my brother's at home singing it right now. <laughs> uh, but, uh, that's, awesome. that's Isaiah forty-one
1: verse
2: ten. It's iconic, I think. is what it is. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> really is. For those uh, who trust in the Lord, will renew their strength. Uh, they will soar on wings like eagles.
1: Mm, I, I think I might have uh, missed something,
2: but it's paraphrasing there. <gasps> boom, boom. Yep, I love that.
1: so, yeah, so that's seven. what I got.
2: I'm out of verses on my on my page. But if you guys have any closing
1: thoughts, one thing I want to just touch on. Or before we close, it's just like, all of this is great in theory. And it sounds so easy. And it, it is, but it's a process. Mm. Mm. It's, it's a process called sanctification. Christ making us more like... Him. And it's not going to happen overnight. Your struggles definitely aren't going to go away. Because mine sure haven't. I know Paul's haven't. I know Finn so. haven't. And, <laughs> haven't even... Fact, <laughs> and it's, it's hard. And I think that just goes back to community because when oh. I can't stand on my own, that one that one strand and the cord is broken, right? I can fall back on the other two or however many people I have to who can point me towards Christ and say, "Hey, this is hard. Let's talk about it. Let's look at Scripture. Let's take it before the throne."
0: Mm,
2: that's beautiful. The imperishable yeah, crown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amen. Um, that's kind of where i was going to go with my closing thoughts as well um yeah you hit the nail on the head so Dude. uh praise jesus for the words um and i'm yeah i'm done i'm not even going to comment that's perfect well spoken
0: it's amazing uh so one last i have an analogy so a lot of the verses and stuff that i pulled from today were from a pastor named sid tiller uh who i get the pleasure of listening to every sunday morning at 9 20 uh until 10 40. And, uh, he happened to guide me through this, this topic pretty recently, which has been really cool, but he mentioned something that, uh, so a volcano is like one, the, the hottest thing that this planet has to offer and, and the thing that has the most pressure that we've ever known. So between the magnitude of the earthquake that happens within the volcano and the heat that comes out of the volcano there's nothing that surpasses those two things that's on this earth, mm. right? And the only place where diamonds are made on the planet are are in the process of a volcanic eruption. Is what it's kind of, is like what recent research has been has been suggesting. So in the in the hottest place and the highest pressure diamonds are made the most precious jewel. So God is turning us into diamonds through oh. trial, through pressure, through heat and struggle. Just be molded, just just be oh, be able to be molded, uh, be <laughs> malleable, you could say, uh Good whatever it is. and and just be willing to face these trials knowing that that your savior faced them and that and that he has victory over them and over death so you do you do too beautiful come on he
1: brings you to them
2: and he will bring you through them oh
0: come on 100% dude that's it i i'm dropping the mic can i say it can i say it can i do the thing yeah danny
2: thank you for joining us ladies and gentlemen what an episode hit that button paul